Welcome to the Leadership Live Podcast, a conversational podcast with community members aiming to motivate, challenge, and inspire you to lead. Now, here are your hosts, Vanessa Bennett and Trey Darnell. Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome to Leadership Live. We're here today with my co-host, Vanessa Bennett. Vanessa, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? We took a week off. Yes. New sponsor. We want to talk a little bit about that. Yes, we have a new sponsor coming on board. We'll have an introduction for them soon, but very happy to announce that Honda of Kingsport is going to be our new Leadership Live sponsor. It's wonderful. Would you like to introduce our guest today? Yes, very happy to introduce an LK alum, a dear friend, and a community advocate that loves Kingsport, Ms. Becca Sutphin who is the Senior Director of Community Impact, um, I love the title, for our United Way of Greater Kingsport. Becca, welcome. Thanks so much. Happy to be here. She um, does so many great things for United Way and our community. Our paths cross often with many different things. We've done things with kids. She's helped me find volunteer projects. We've even went and bought a bunch of gift cards and delivered meals um, with our Region Ahead project um, for our first responders here lately. So I always enjoy working with you, Becca. Quickly, tell us about a project that you all do that I'm very fond of is the Citizens Review Panel with United Way. I participated in that a few years ago and love to send people to help you with that too. It's a great way to learn about our agencies with United Way and it gives the citizens a voice for how that you all spend your funds. So can you tell us about how that process works? Yeah, I'd be happy to, Vanessa. Um, and I appreciate your past participation on it as well. Um, so, you know, United Way of Greater Kingsport, uh, we partner with a number of organizations in the community, nonprofits that really focus on education, income, health, and some that focus on seniors for our community. So Citizens Review is a great opportunity for folks to volunteer, to broaden their understanding of United Way, as well as our member agencies, what programs they offer, who they serve, and ultimately how effectively that they're serving uh, those clients. And so Citizens Review, actually, our first visit is tomorrow. Very exciting. Uh, And what we do is we we bring people in who want to raise their hand, who want to help determine where the allocations go, where donor dollars uh, get awarded in our community. And so we really bring people in. We have them trained. Everything's online so people can go and review applications, look at agency financials, look at uh, outcomes, numbers served, uh, and really then go and be on site at the agencies, meet their agency director, maybe a board member, uh, and be able to have that level of engagement and ask questions, and then ultimately, hopefully, have time for a tour. So we're pleased that we can actually do this in person because a couple years ago, when we were in the middle of the process, we actually had to uh, take a pause and go virtual for the other half Mm -hmm. of the visit. So it's going to be great this year to be back in person. And really what I love to then see is after, uh, especially folks who this might be their first time, they really get inspired to then volunteer for an organization that they might have visited with or, you know, become a mentor or come back to United Way and serve on one of our different groups or vision councils or committees. So it's a great, let's say, short-term volunteer commitment that can really then extend to be something lifelong 
everything that they do. I uh, started with the Citizens Review Board, and that's something that you got me involved in after we sat down one day and I expressed how I wanted to be a volunteer in the community and getting ready to do it the second time here in a couple of weeks. Uh, what are some of the responsibilities of a volunteer that participates and how can they reach out to you and be a part of the next round? Great question, Trey. I'd say one, it's actually not too late if there is someone listening who does want to be involved in this process this year. Just shoot me an email um, and we can get you connected. Uh, our last visit is in about a month. So I think there'll be plenty of time if folks want to come in. Basically, they'll do a training with me, an orientation, and then I can go ahead and uh, assign them their handful of agency programs to review. They'll look through, you know, agency level information, financial information, 990 or audit, uh, and then they'll look down into the actual meat of the application, look at success stories. Really, on the preparatory side, I'd probably say it's about three hours or so of, you know, homework, if you will, reviewing those applications. And then there is a simple evaluation that you kind of go in and just assess how, how that agency is doing, you know, how critical their service is and that kind of thing. And then they dedicate that one day uh, to actually go out and visit those handful of uh, agencies on site. So I am still uh, very able to take new volunteers and then uh, happy to train them up and get them into those panel assignments. I actually shifted from the review board into uh, one of the visionary councils for children and youth. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what's happening there and the big news that you just released a couple days ago? So we have groups that meet about every month to every other month that are in these focus areas that United Way, every United Way is actually passionate about. So we have them in you know, education, which is the Children and Youth Vision Council. We have self-sufficiency. Uh, we have health, safety, and stability. And then we have aging with choices. And so what we do is we're a convener. So we really look around the table to have that broadest uh, perspective of organizations who work in that space space, maybe school uh, or higher education partners, uh, maybe business partners, library, you know, who, whoever it is in that space who's serving that clientele. And we get them in a room and we are not only networking between the groups that come to these meetings, because you know what happens in the meetings, Trey, you get talking about one issue and then another group steps up and says, hey, I have a training for bullying, for example, or I, I have this. I could bring this to your organization or I could serve your clients. So it's a lot of organic troubleshooting, but also what we do is those vision councils are set up to keep an active pulse on the community in those specific areas. So children and youth with those diverse partners, they're constantly looking across the community to say, not only what's not working or where a gap is, but also where are the strengths of our community? Um, where are we really doing well reaching across the aisle and making those those connections? So to your point, we actually just went through a year-long process involving a community needs assessment, which started with a survey of uh, community leaders. And so we have that on our website, uh, uakpt.org. And you can check out the recording. And ultimately, we were able to present kind of a 
3,000-foot view of what we would call our top 10 community needs. And like you mentioned, in the area of children and youth, we're really looking at child abuse, but we're also looking at child care and early grade reading. Um, So really focusing on, you know, that criticality of reading 20 minutes a day and keeping books in front of children starting early, uh, you know, it, it, as soon as that that little one is is in the world, you know, be really engaging with them. You know, vocabulary is huge. You know, that, that interaction, that serve and return is really critical. So that's what we're finding in the children and youth space. But at the top of the needs list, as you might also know, is substance misuse. That's a big issue, but we also recognize right under that mental health Uh, is also on the rise as we're hopefully coming out of COVID. People in our community have felt just increased feelings of isolation. So just trying to figure out what more we can do around that. I love that. In these topics, we hear from our leadership classes. We hear from our youth council. You know, those are the topics that are at the top of their list. I don't care how old they are. So thank you for working on those. So being somebody in the community, of course, helping fund United Way is is a big thing because you have to have the dollars to be able to do these programs. But how else can community members get involved to help with some of your initiatives? I would love for folks, if they have not been, or maybe if it's been a little bit since they've gone to volunteer-united.org, that's actually a great interactive site that we partner with the other United Ways across the region on. And so you'll see opportunities that might be located in Johnson City, you'll see them in Bristol, um, but you'll also see them in Kingsport. And so what I have continued to hear, not only from the employer side, but from the nonprofit side, is that need for, for people that need to be able to fill gaps within their organization. And our nonprofits rely heavily on those volunteers that come in that can then turn around and start interacting uh, with their clientele. So yes, there is a role for everyone to play in our community. And if you don't really know where to go or what to do, you get in the site and you still feel a little lost, just call me, just email me. I'll have you come in. We'll talk. We'll do some matchmaking and we'll we'll see if we can find you a good next step. I've always said that you've got to find something that you volunteer for that you're passionate about. Yes, so ma'am. You've got all kinds of things for that, right? <laughs> we do. Well, as we wrap up the podcast today, we the opportunity to give us the title of their autobiography if they were to write one. What would yours be? It's a tough question. I'd say uh, mission happiness. I just think that on this journey that we're all on, to your point, the effort needs to be focused on what makes us happy, but also how we can use our time, talents, interests, passions and be able to then serve others and bring happiness and joy to them. Well, as we wrap up our podcast, we do our rapid five questions. We'll just go ahead and jump right in. On a scale of one to 10, how much do you enjoy cinnamon? Seven. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Have you ever been to Africa? No. What is your lucky number? Seven. If you were given the opportunity to fly into space given today's technology, would you take it? No, I'm good here. (laughs) And we need you here. Vanessa, do you have any final thoughts? No, Becca, I appreciate all you do. I look forward 
monitor our many adventures that we get ourselves into and look forward to working with you more in the future. Thank to you both. Appreciate you both. Well, thank you so much. We'll see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to this week's Leadership Live podcast, a partnership between King Sport Leadership Programs of your King Sport Chamber and Honda King Sport. Leadership Live is available wherever you get your podcasts. 